I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, the Puckle Podcast! And welcome to the 272nd episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful co-hosts. Mr. Maximus. And the flossiest Lindsay Goat. And of course, like I said, we're here to bring you another exciting episode of the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League. A nonsensical name we came up with in 2007 by we, I mean me. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, we are, if you're new, welcome. Uh, welcome to the show. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, we are here to bring you pretty much every Pokemon topic that we can think of and just sit here and talk about it. Not, not at this moment, mind you. We have segments, so just hang on. So, <laughs> but every week I ask you guys the same question. Uh, what have you been up to in Pokemon lately? Would you um, like to go first, Whimsicott, or would you like Oh, no, please, please go ahead, my dear. Okay, well, as for, well, let's start from the main thing. For all those who are new to the podcast, right now the Puckle Podcast is in the middle of its UUTC. For those who don't know what that is, that's a tournament that we host every single year to show the brass and skill of trainers throughout the Puckle community. Uh, that stands for the Ultimate Underground Tournament of Champions. <laughs> we like our We like our acronyms here. I think Maximus was trying to spare the listeners from that one, but <laughs> you know, you know who came up with that name? That one was not I me. Mean... the The UTC was not me. Um, who came up with that? I do that... seem to remember the UUTC being called the UUTC because you kept messing up the original acronym. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was actually Bo. It was Bo. <laughs> Bo came up with that one. Wait, go on, Maximus. Go on. <laughs> okay. Um. Right. Well, other than that, I'm actually still making one of the members of my roster. So. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm handicapping myself on that. 
But so far, I've done well. Shout out to Brutal and the British Gent for some excellent battles I've gone through so far. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to you guys. Oh, uh, yeah, Brutal just and... beat me this week, so. Oh, man, Dylan. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> You're he, he was running. He was, yeah, he, well, he was running, uh, he was running something that, like, I wasn't prepared for at all. I mean, both my opponents did that this, this time around. <laughs> like I just wasn't prepared for it. I mean, they were. It was good moves on their part bringing it. It was. It was somewhat anti-meta. Well, I I can say that my opponent brought something anti-meta that completely blew my chances because it's a very meta Pokemon from what I hear. But I was worried about all the wrong Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I I've been competing in the UTC as well and. I'm relieved to know that someone is even more behind on their Pokemon than I am because <laughs> I finished the Pokemon I needed for the first week in time for the first week. And then I finished the Pokemon I needed for the second week in time for the second week. So my mm-hmm. roster was actually ready like a day before <laughs> my <laughs> second battle, which is <laughs> pretty bad. At least I was able to, like, I had everything decided in advance, of course. I didn't, like, tailor my last set to my next opponent uh i'm not a jerk but um i won my first battle against tyrant reaper we had a ton of fun and then i lost my second battle against the one and only sentient pokeball i do mean one and only i haven't heard of another sentient pokeball anywhere in the world Uh, (laughs) and he was the one who brought a pokemon who like I was worried about another Pokemon in his team, and another Pokemon in his team, and another Pokemon in his team, and then the (laughs) last Pokemon I was worried about completely (laughs) blew my team away. So kudos to both of them, but especially to that one Pokemon, which I'm not mentioning just in case, you know, it's his ace in the hole. (laughs) Oh man, no, I yeah, no, I'm out already. So that's good for me. I did, I did a two and out. Um, I'm doing real well. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? Mm. Uh, like I said, bo- both my opponents brought stuff that I just wasn't prepared for. Um, well, I, I guess, I guess the first week I got a bit lucky because I was able to set up with one of my Pokemon mm-hmm. in a, you know, fortuitous way. So that yeah. got me. A good step up on my opponent, but eh. it did, I, mean, I mean, it's been interesting. I mean, it was really nice being knocked out because now I don't have to worry about pre-bank anymore. You know, mm. it's gone. Yeah. So <laughs> we're we're in the post-bank world, and I've got uh, plenty of stuff. I mean, like uh, playing in the post-bank world has revealed to me a few things, not many, uh, but it's revealed to me that Lander Lander's T is still pretty good right now. Oh uh, no. <laughs> oh, all the water type Pokemon? Huh? With all the new water type Pokemon? Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I mean, there's a couple new, there's a couple new checks to it, but I wouldn't say that it's it's quenched quite yet. Uh, I, I, it's only been, I think, I guess, two and a half months, right, since we've had uh, Sun and Moon come out. So even those people just playing it, we're gonna be seeing. I think we're gonna be seeing a change though in the uh, in the post bank meta. And you maybe Landorus they'll figure a way out. I mean, Feromosa does pretty good. You know, it learns Ice Beam. It's faster than Landorus, so you can nail it pretty hard. Mm. 
I don't know. Frankly, I've been thinking that as soon as I'm done with the UTC, I don't know who my next opponent is, but that might be very soon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to ignore PostBank and I'm going to focus on VGC because I want oh, yeah. to play in the PFTT. Yeah, no, I need uh, to focus and... on VGC as well because, um, well, we'll talk about this more in the news, but... Yeah, but we... I don't, I don't want to learn the post-bank meta from February and then spend two months in the VGC meta and then come up for air in May and go, wait a moment, the meta is completely different. Now. Oh, it probably will be. Mm-hmm. It's, it's still it's still super unstable. We don't have good tier listings yet. And yeah, even... so I'm, I might as well wait for May directly, you know? No, you might as well because, I mean, Smogon's still filling out a lot of its like, sets and stuff online. So once it actually gets all those set up and you pretty much have the people stepping in to kind of like take those sets instead of building their own, mm-hmm. you uh, you have that. I mean, that's the difference right now in a new meta. You're going to have people who are like me and Shamu who go out and probably Maximus as well. And we just build our own sets. We go, mm-hmm. we go, These this is the set I want to use. And um, those are the kinds of things that get posted on, uh, on Smogon, the, you know, that they got the set made. And everything. Yeah, I mostly actually took sets from Smogun, but I did notice that they were specifically saying, don't do this. And I was like, no, my team needs exactly that. I'm going to do that. Yeah, no, no. I mean, that's the difference, right? You need to, you need to do that sometimes. Um, team compositions and synergy are something that Smogun, taking Smogun sets doesn't encourage or it doesn't fit quite well, right? And yeah, so, I, I mean, we'll, we'll have to do a team building episode again at some point just to talk about this, but um, especially right now, because we're, we're in a spot right now where you're, you're definitely going to need to be creative yourself and try to play with things. I'll be looking forward to that. There is one Pokemon that I've been thinking about all this time, because every time I tried to build a pre-bank team, I was like, oh man, this Pokemon would fit so well and it's not actually in the pre-bank meta. So I have to know. Do you have any news about how Volcarona is doing in the post-bank meta? I, I don't know. I haven't played too much yet. And I want to mm. wait because, you know, our for Patreon, we go ahead and we, for all the patrons, well, for the patrons of the $5 tier and higher, we build a team for them, right? Um, mm-hmm. So uh, last month was Scissor. And so and it was in the pre-bank meta because we, we always do it for what's available in the cartridge. And so now this is the first month we're going to post bank. And so I haven't played much post bank, uh, prior to, uh, pro- prior to bank coming out. So I'm, uh, I need to, uh, I need to sit down with it, um, in the next couple of days. Uh, and then Shamu and I will probably put up the poll on Patreon for that. So if you're interested in getting, oh, also they get a free Pokemon. If those of you are curious, you get a Pokemon that was voted for and everything. So, um, you can go to patreon.com slash puckle podcast and do it. We are currently $2 away a month from releasing the uh, commentary track that Ethan and I put out or made up uh, a few months ago. We were we were and at the that goal, is but the only goal we have hanging. No, there's a goal after that. There's a $300 goal. No, no, I meant uh. the ones that are kind of fulfilled but we don't talk about. Them. <laughs> we well, <laughs> we need to do that. Maybe next weekend we can get together and do it as part of like like a pre-show to the live show or a post-show to the live show or something. And we'll see. We can talk about it. We'll figure it out. Uh, 
Uh, but that we're we're just gonna clean up there. We got some news to talk about, so we're gonna go to the news, guys. So we are gonna mm-hmm. cue the epic music. <laughs> And in the news, so we have uh, we have a few things in the news. The news uh, was pretty heavy this week. So first of all, for those of you in select countries in Europe, not Italy, uh, you not can go Italy. ahead and get a bottle cap code. Is it just for one bottle cap? Is that all it is? Hey, that's, yeah. more, that's one more than I have. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I mean, they're not too terribly difficult to grab, in my opinion, but yeah, I, I can understand. They're... You have uh, so you can pick these up at the at Game, which is the GameStop equivalent, uh, the your uh, the GameStop equivalent in um, in the UK. Wow, I just couldn't say the name of that country for some reason. Um, it's two letters, that. Yeah, I know. I just don't know what's going on. Um, <laughs> and so uh, you can go you go to the game stores there, and you can pick them up. It's a, a uh, there's a special pro- Pikachu promo card. This is already over, by the way, because this, this happened, like, uh, on Friday. So it's too late now. Wait, but yeah, wait. The, What? It, it yeah, says There was, from... like, a special Pikachu promo code. It was on the 3rd. That was on Friday. Yeah, but the distribution... Oh, there's a distribution is... on top of this. This is that. That's where yeah. we started. The distribution started on Friday. Um, it, it's it's uh, going until February 28th. And you can redeem it up until May 13th, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, Denmark, Norway, Finland, Ireland uh, are also getting them from GameStop. Belgium and the Netherlands are getting them from the Nintendo Zone at Game Mania. <laughs> Europe has a lot of really weird Nintendo things going on. Uh, and then Germany also through the Nintendo Zone. Now, well, you're pretty close to Germany, Whimsicott. You could, you could just go pick one up. I am not driving six hours for one bottle cap. I can probably doing <laughs> the same time. It's like, and it's six hours to get there, maybe five if I drive a bit fast. Five hours to get there, five hours to go back. That's ten hours I could spend fishing in, in Pony that's Island. That's fair. You could probably that's get it, That's like honestly. five or six bottle caps. Yeah. No, absolutely. All right. So... <laughs> Moving on, then we we um they early they, earlier in the week they actually announced that um they they actually opened up about how we're missing mega stones in the game and said this will be done through competitions and so uh it's actually the day after that they announced uh which one which mega stones we're getting and what competition so the February the international challenge in February is going to take place this is a uh, this is a tournament where you're playing VGC. So this is the reason to get into VGC. And after I do a short jaunt in uh, post-bank OU, I will be focusing my time on uh, VGC. So VGC 17 rules are going to be used. Um, and this the registration starts on the 16th and goes until the 23rd. And the battles go from the 24th to the 26th. Now you'll get a Maul Iolite and a Beedrillite if you participate in this. So that's huge. I think Ooh. that's huge because yeah. that's going to open up some things like Be- Mega Beedrill is going to be good this year, this meta, I think to the oh, point yeah. where they, Leech they live too. Oof. Well, just because of how they, uh, they went ahead and changed the way speed works in the meg in terms of megas. 
Yeah, you don't have to protect turn one anymore. You don't have to protect turn one with Beedrill anymore. And so this could be something that could definitely change Beedrill, I think, competitively. Mall um, Eyelight, I know, was dropped back down to OU as well. It's no longer yes. banned. So oh, that'll yeah. also be something really big to see as well. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. I want you to know, I just set an alert on my phone to remind me to sign up for this competition because well, I send me a remind send me a so reminder much. when you get a reminder. <laughs> okay, yeah, I will. <laughs> um, I need to get I need to practice VGC. That's what I'm seeing right now. So uh, I would suggest everybody do it. Um, so other cool things happened this past week because um, they promised by the end of January we would have two things: we would have uh, friendly online competitions and QR teams. Uh, we got both those things on pretty much the last day of January. So. <laughs> Um, we got QR teams, so you can go uh, check out QR things. I need to I need to look at, at how these work a little bit more before I can uh, say we can make them on our own. I assume we can. We can make a QR team and distribute it. We can right now. Someone on Reddit found a slight security leak mm -hmm. that essentially means mm, there's a very slight chance that people might get your uh, GameSync info from oh. your QR code. That's interesting. So, I mean, some people are saying you probably shouldn't distribute QR codes until you are absolutely sure that this is not going to be an issue. Mm -hmm. I see the chances of someone trying to get into your game yeah, are right? low. Just in case, if you have two copies of the game, just maybe do the QR code thing or on the copy that is not your main copy. So mm -hmm. you're feeling safer and you can... Put your teams out there. The more your team is used, the more teams you can share. Yeah, so. it's it's really cool like that. Um, I plan on actually going ahead and doing this for the Patreon stuff as well. So because mm -hmm. we make the team in game, right? So I figure we might as well distribute as uh, um, outside of that as well. So, that would be really cool. I think that'd be interesting as well as the Pokemon. You can get the team to actually go around and play with. You know, so mm -hmm. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, so we have that. Also, there's a global mission that starts and it goes until the 14th of February. Um, this is where we're going to try to trade a, th a, a million uh, Pokemon on the GTS. This one, I think, is doable. Uh, Spoilers! We've already done it. <laughs> is, is it already done? Good, because I know there are a bunch of people just trading Magnemites back and forth. Yep. Uh, so, uh, good. We already got it. We're only five days in. So if you hit two million, there's actually like extra rewards, I believe. Um, exactly, so, and we're probably going to get there. And even though the goal has been reached already, you can sign up for you the can mission still sign up. anytime yeah. before February the 14th. Just mm -hmm. remember to also check in with the girl in the mm -hmm. in the castle in the festival plaza before the end of the mission, or you don't get the reward. Yeah, no, because you'll get uh, you'll get four thousand friend friend coins or festival coins, not friend coins, um, if because they succeeded. And at two million, um, you get uh, two. You get uh, a friend ball, and if you make five of those trades on the GTS during the mission, you will receive a rare candy. So yep, that's if your uh, game is linked to your Pokemon Global yes, link yes. account. If it's not, if you, you only get two thousand. It's like two thousand, yeah. But uh, I think some of the login problems on the Pokemon Global link are solved because. 
that just logged in five minutes ago. He yeah, said. I, so, I, I was logging in just to look at things so I can have official press releases and stuff. Give it a try. I, I know you've probably been hearing that it's been having a lot of problems, but they do seem to be at least partially solved. So yes, absolutely. Um, let's see here. Do I have any other good news? Well, Sun and Moon uh, TCG dropped yesterday, so check that out if you're into the TCG. I picked up a lot of cards, uh, just for fun. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of cards that I do want, and I want it. This is like the meta that's going to bring me back to the TCG, I think. So that's what I'm hoping, at least. This is the meta that'll bring me back to the TCG. I suppose. Uh, yeah. Well, um, there's a second chance Genesectivat for Gen 6. Oh, yes. For those of you who did not abandon their Gen 6 games as soon as Gen 7 came out, like I yes. kind of did. You can go <laughs> ahead and you can download it on Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire, and X and Y. Uh, lastly, I only, I'm only i only saying this because I pay attention to it because these are things that I collect. So I'm a big fan of collecting the uh, the Pokemon TV show DVDs, right? Like the, the full seasons and stuff like that. And so up until now, I think you can get up to Master Quest, which is Season 5. You can get Season 5 um, on DVD, the complete collection. And before that, you could get you could, you could could gather the rest of them by buying, like, volumes and stuff, but they never did, like, seasons. And so mm-hmm. if you are interested in that, the Pokemon Advance Challenge, Season 6 of the anime, is coming to DVD um, on May, I believe, in May, on May 16th. So that is definitely something to check out. Uh, that's in North America, of course. I'm not sure what it is outside of North America. No uh, idea. Like, I found out the other day when I tried to download Pokemon Jewel. It's not even out in Europe. I had to yeah. get the APK to try the game. But whatever. I yeah, have they, one last they... piece of news. Yeah, go for it. Uh, in Bo news, Bo is still great. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That it's... was a special request. Yeah, so this is this is probably this is good news. It'll probably mean Pokemon uh, Gen three, the anime, will be on DVD by the end of the year. So I'm very excited for that because it's just something I collect. I don't even watch them. I have I have the other ones, and they're still sitting in the plastic wrap. Uh, but I have them just in case I ever have a craving to like sit down and like go do 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 Pokemon Johto, and you know just listen to the theme song. I'm not sure how that connects to Bo being great, but I'm sure Bo being great like opens all kinds of door for the Pokemon world. <laughs> He's actually coming to visit me in uh in about a month. Oh, that's hmm. awesome. Yeah, Bo's Bo's coming Bo's coming and so is Ethan. So is Send Ethan. me tons of pictures. We're guys. we're gonna get to we're getting together in March and we're gonna we're just gonna hang out and do some puckle stuff. Well we we've got an agenda of like puckle things we wanna get accomplished. I'm sure we'll get half of them accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys have you guys seen the animation for the girly style battle style? No. No? Like no. where where you have put your fists under your face and you're going like Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing that now. We're good. we have we have some plans to get some stuff done, so we'll see how it goes. Um other than that, that's the news. So we are gonna kick it on over to Puggles Pokey Quiz, where we're gonna quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we once again quiz your po- co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. And the rules are, of course, no help. This is just what you're using in your head. 
So no browsers, guys. You are, of course, given a minute to answer each of these questions. And after a minute, you uh, you have to answer it. Uh, there are five questions. One of them will be worth two points um, if you can get multiple answers correct. So, and if you do not, and you're given one hint, if you need help answering a question, um, you can. That'll give you an extra minute as well on the question. Uh, but if you get five questions correct and you don't use the hint, that's an extra point. So you guys understand, of course, and you are ready, right? I guess so. I'm ready. All right, then let's jump right into it. So question number one. Uh, some of these questions came from your fellow co-host. I'm encouraging you guys to give me questions. One, so I don't have to write them. Two, so you can try to stump your fellow co-hosts. Um, oh, man. I know so, someone is going to get really mean about that someday. Maybe. Uh, so our first one's from Bosephus. Um He's going to ask you guys, in Pokemon X and Y, Professor Sycamore gives you the choices between the cancer starters. Uh, what's his first name? Augustine? Is that your final answer? Yeah. Unless you're asking for the first names of the three cantos stars. No, no, the first name, the first name of Professor Sycamore. We have our problem. Y- yeah, that, that that came out way left field for me. When you talk about the starters and all of a sudden, yeah, the this I I copied it verbatim <laughs> from what Bo gave me. Um, just just blame Bo. Um, yeah, no, it's Professor Sycamore's first name. Okay. His name is Augustine Sycamore. Is that your final answer? Yeah, do you want me to spell that for you? No, it's fine. That is correct. <laughs> Augustine is his first is his first name. Uh, <laughs> so good job, guys. At one point, we have our next question. Um, this one is not from one of your fellow co-hosts. It's it's one of them that I came up with. Uh, it's a little rough, but I, I think you'll get it. Uh, what Pokemon game? This includes all spin-off Pokemon games. Uh-oh. Is the oh, no. only one to use its Japanese logo in its international releases. Okay, it's... Japanese logo in its international. Yeah, so you know how like the old the Pokemon games. Um, like I'll tell you right now, it's not um gonna be like Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire because if you look at those logos, no, it's none different. of the main series games. None of them. Yeah, I'm sure. You you don't think it's the Pokemon trading card game? Do you think, or it could... uh, let me think. Is there okay? So anything that has uh the like the Pokemon word in the logo might not be it because um uh, they don't use that logo in Japan. Uh, hmm. so but I mean. Did you say it uses the logo as its logo, or like it has it on the cover? It, it's on the cover. It's on the. It's cover. on the I'll cover. Okay, so I, I, I can't. I can't be a hundred percent sure whether or not, but they use it in the. They they use it in the okay, cover. Okay, yeah. okay, but it, the, the question is clear now. I'm thinking it might be something like XD because that's the only one that's like letters and. Not uh, an actual, you know, word written in the English alphabet entirely. Do you? Have you of course hint? have the hint. You of course have the hint. I know, but I mean, we can ask it if at the end of the minute we have no idea. What do you, you think? Got, like, you get about ten seconds. What? Oh, Pokemon XD, Pokemon Colosseum. I'm just thinking of all the Pokemon spinoff games that that yeah. probably makes sense, but. 
Do you I'm want to get an the hint? Well, that's fine with me for you because I feel like something this obscure, like not obscure, but something like this, like I because think, either I way, think... we get it wrong. We're not going to be able to get the hint. We're not going to get exactly. the bonus point anyway. Yeah, just let's just get the hint on this one. Uh, it if came out in the way. past year. In the internationally, oh, it came out in the past year. Okay. It came out in the past year. So what I came s- out in, in a I calendar swear. year? So so February fifth uh, to today. No, wait. He said calendar year. So like after February two thousand sixteen. Yes, after that. Okay. It came out after that. Those were like Pokemon Go, Pokemon Co Master slash Duel. And it came out internationally, other... yeah. Yeah, and then uh, what other spin-off games did we get? Um, I mean, I feel like it shouldn't be Pokemon Go because technically it's like the Japanese logo is the same as the international logo. It's, there's no Japanese logo. Jushiro was super excited about this game. I'm going to add that to the hint. <laughs> oh. Okay. Jushiro uh, is excited a lot about a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. He's enthusiastic, like myself. I honestly don't know. Uh, I'm going to need an I'm answer. I'm very perplexed. Maximus? The only thing I can think of is go, but. That's, the, that's my only thought do you, thinking. Do you want to go with with Duel? We can go Duel. Because I know very little about that game. Yeah, because from the way the question is worded, I don't think it should be Go. Unless the question is worded really weirdly. I just need an so, answer. Are we, we doing that? Duel. Okay, sure. Pokemon Duel slash Pokemon Co-Master. That is incorrect. Uh, what, the what? answer is actually Pokemon Tournament. What? Oh wait! Pokemon wait, tournament. Wait. Calendar. Yeah, Pokemon tournament was out way before March eighteenth. March eighteenth, twenty sixteen. In the U.S. In the U. I said internationally. That's what I said. Uh, okay. I'll give you yeah. half a point. You want half a point? <laughs> no, we don't want half a point. We want you. to... To word your questions better in the future. I the question was worded properly. It was the hint that wasn't worded properly. Okay, um, I'll give you that. I'll give uh, you that. <laughs> all right, all right. We'll move on. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So our next question is uh, is uh, water is pretty heavy. Uh, speaking of that, uh, what water type Pokemon is the heaviest water type Pokemon? Who. Okay. There to be Kyogre, Waylord. Waylord is very light. Waylord is less dense than air. Oh, really? It's the oh. it's the it's the float whale Pokemon for that reason. It's like um, dirigible, like a blimp. I'm thinking largest, not heaviest. Yeah, largest for sure. It's Waylord, but it's light. Yeah. I think the heaviest might be Primal Kyogre, unless uh, let's let me think. The water Pokemon introduced in Gen 7 are actually kind of tiny. Oh, except for Wishy-Washy. Well, Wishy-Washy, yeah, school form. Mm. 
I still think it might be Primal Kyogre. Primal Kyogre. I feel like it's we've had true. something like this before. Uh, we where we did. It was Primal Groudon. Well, That's... Primal Groudon was like the heaviest Pokemon ever until Cosmoem and Celesteela came out. Mm. But I, I, I don't know. I think it might be Primal Kyogre. I can't think of it. Is anything. that your final answer? I can't think of anything like yeah, quote let's, unquote let's heavier. Go with, yeah. Do we want to go with that? Sure. Okay. Primal Kyogre. That is correct. Uh, Primal Kyogre is the heaviest water type Pokemon. So good job there, guys. Um, so this next question is brought to you by Snag. Um, oh. This this one also contains a bonus point. Um, this is this one's worth two points. Um, there are three answers, uh, but you just need two of them to get both points. One per point. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll go with that. So here we and go. And the third is for the glory. Third is for the glory. So in Pokemon <laughs> Red, Blue, Green, Yellow, you can play slot machines, right? Yes. Um, there are several Pokemon that can line up in a set of three. And you'll get 15 coins um, in addition to the sevens for like 300 coins and such. Um, mm-hmm. So actually, each each game, red, blue, green, and yellow, had different Pokemon um, that could line up to do this. So each game had three Pokemon that can line up in threes and give you 15 coins. Okay. Is, is that clear? Yes. Um, so in Pokemon Yellow, what are these Pokemon? What are the Pokemon that you can line up to get 15 coins? In Pokemon Yellow. yellow? Oh, mm-hmm. shoot. Come on, Pat. Mm, this, come on, this Snag. Thing, this this I was just playing Yellow, too, but I never went in the, I never went in the, the game corner. Uh, I never got to the game corner in Yellow. I know they were like uh, Magnemite and Voltorb and stuff in the other games, but I was... Oh, man. Why do I feel like Pikachu's one of them? It's probably one of them. Unless, unless it's the three starters. Hmm, that's not a bad idea. Hmm. Hmm. Because hmm. with yellow, there weren't exactly version exclusives. Sure, there were, but like, that, yeah, but it was kind of like not a, exclusive to yellow. To yellow, yeah. So. So I feel like, uh, okay, we have three options, I think. One is that Pikachu is one of them. Two Mm -hmm. is that they're the three starters. And three, but I don't think this is the case, they might be like meow seconds and coughing. But I don't think so. (laughs) Three, three, three. I'm going to need an answer here soon. Okay. What do you think makes the most sense? Pikachu and two others or the starters? I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if what you said, Meow, Eggs, and Coughing, because Team Rocket was pushed a lot more in yellow. I know, but hmm, it, uh, it will be a bit on the nose. Yeah, Just, I, I say wait. the starters, like, if, okay. want, if I'm thinking, let's, like, let's say so Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Squirtle. Uh, that is incorrect, unfortunately. Uh, mm. You guys were so close. You said two of the three, actually, while you were discerning. Um, yeah. It coughing is Meowth, Coughing, and Vileplume. 
Oh. Yeah, Vileplume was a little bit random, but you were on the money with the Team Rocket stuff. You would have gotten both points had you said Meowth, Coughing, and Ekans. I honestly thought it was too on the nose, but I should have expected that from Pokemon Yellow. Yeah, alright, alright. So you're at two points, guys, but you could probably get this third one. Or this fifth one. I don't know. We're doing really badly today. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I haven't done this bad in ages. Question number yeah. five. What Pokemon has the highest base special attack of all fire-type Pokemon? Wait. Special the attack. Hold on. Highest special well. attack of all fire-type Pokemon. Hmm, let's see. You guys know this one. I know you I do. Think, I think we do because... Uh, okay, let's throw a few candidates out there. It, uh, Soviet Thatch. Soviet Thatch. And Soviet Thatch. What do you think? Mega <laughs> Soviet Thatch. <laughs> That's Mega Soviet Thatch. So, like, it's not Soviet Thatch until it Mega evolves into Mega Charizard Y. <laughs> That's is that your final point. answer? Yes, Mega Charizard Y. That is correct. Mega Charizard <laughs> Y has the highest base special attack of all Fire-type Pokemon with a base 159 special attack. Yep. So, there you go. That's huh. three points for you guys today. So that's not terrible. I mean, it's not good, but I guess I guess that will teach us to not play Pokemon Yellow all the way through. Uh, yeah, some of those questions are really hard, but as I said, some of them were provided by your uh, by your friendly neighborhood co-hosts. So you can blame them. No, we can't blame Bo. As we said before, Bo is great. We got his <laughs> question right. <laughs> That's true. You did. My issue um. is going to be with Snag. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still thrown off by that. Why is it not Meow? Coughing and Ekans. I'm not exactly sure. It wasn't Ekans though. I I don't think Ekans had its own sprite in Yellow. Um, like you know, in the in the party menu, not everybody had their own sprite. Mm. Um, so I think that might be part of the reason. But, the but, the standings uh, are currently uh the standings are currently Whimsicott in first place with ten points. Shamu and Scrawn tied for second with seven pl points. Jushira and Bosephus tied for fourth place with four points, and Maximus bringing up uh, sixth place with third, and everybody else has zero points and yet to get on the board. Um, I know what you guys are competing for this time as well. You guys are competing for uh, coasters made by Misty. She's a big oh. fan of making coasters, and uh, she's going to dice up some uh, of the really large trading cards and stuff like that, and we're going to give a set of two of them to the winner. So cool. first to 30 points, that's where we're going. Awesome. All right, we're far away, so it's still anybody's game. Oh yeah. So that is it for Puckles Pokey Quiz this week, guys. We will we're gonna go head to the topic, and we will uh, topic. Hey, it's Thatch, and I wanted to let you know how you can improve your Puckle experience. First, you can come to PucklePodcast.com, where we have a chat box and forums where you can talk to many other Pokemon fans who also listen to the show. You can keep up to date on the latest Puckle news by following us on our Twitter, liking our Facebook page, subscribing to our subreddit and following our Tumblr. Don't forget to review us on iTunes, though. It helps us find more people to come and hang out with us, and we can have larger tournaments because of it. And, if you're feeling generous, we also have a Patreon, where you can donate in return for some awesome rewards. And as always, thanks for listening, and for all the support you give us. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. And on to the topic today, our topic today is going to be luck in Pokemon. Uh, this is something that I think a lot of us have experienced recently. Uh... Whether it be on the good side or the bad side, there's definitely luck is a luck is a huge factor, and I think it's something that we don't talk about enough. 
Mm-hmm. I, I I think it's something that should bring be brought up in the esports uh, conversation, honestly, as well. Absolutely, yeah. uh, I think because it's uh, one of the main factor factors of contention. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the biggest thing in the esports conversation is that um, luck is because of luck, Pokemon shouldn't be an esport or something like that. And I, I'd like to argue quite the contrary. Today, the Super Bowl is happening. Um, we don't know who's <laughs> going to win because we're recording before the Super Bowl. Um, and it's actually, there've been studies that show, you can watch this on uh what's that show? Adam ruins everything right now. And they actually did it. There's studies done looking at the statistics of football games and stuff. And yeah, you can give yourself a statistical edge, but there's always statistically a chance for the other team to win. Like there was always a chance for the Cleveland Browns to beat the new England Patriots this year. And that is a, that is a reference that Whimsicott does not understand. Uh, I can, I barely know <laughs> what a Super Bowl is. <laughs> Um, there, there is, there's always a chance for any team to beat another team. And I think the same can be said in Pokemon, right? There's, it's not like chess where you can make specific moves that will almost always guarantee you a win, right? Um, we need, we need to throw in the fact that Will-O-Wisp only has an 85% accuracy. We need that, we need that chance. And honestly, I think it makes it more fun to watch, right? Because when do you get the biggest, like, O's and stuff from the audience when something happens, right? When you get the loudest yeah. cheering, it's when it's when something like that gets pulled off, right? If your win condition is that your opponent has to miss a will-o'-wisp followed by a fire blast, and then it happens, like that's really cool. I mean, even like, it, better when you yeah. get a, like a rock slide flinch or something. Exactly, like that. exactly. And so, I mean, we have. I mean, luck is uh, is a huge factor in these games, and I think it's what makes it more exciting to watch as an esport. I think it's uh, one of the things. I mean, people could argue the contrary, obviously, right? Um, you, I, I honestly didn't understand the argument of luck not making this game a game of skill because skill definitely does play a part in it. You just have to play a lot of games for it to average out, right? Yeah, uh, exactly. You get your up days and your down days. Mm-hmm. That's an amazing point, and that is also why. In all the serious competitions, you do best of three. It's not just about oh, the absolutely. surprise effect. It's also to balance out the influence of luck. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, best of threes is a great way to go about it. And, yeah, it does reduce the luck aspect. But I think the luck aspect is still, I don't know, it, it makes it fun to watch. It makes it fun to play. And it, it can you know, throw people off. And, I don't know, I, I like, I really enjoy that aspect. And uh, when we were talking about this topic earlier in the chat, Gator brought up the whole idea of how do we uh, how do we tell somebody that or what would happen if you got rid of it from the game, right? And honestly, I think it would be it would be a very boring game. It wouldn't really be Pokemon anymore. No, you're playing checkers at that point, right? I mean, I mean, chess and checkers are very nice games, chess especially, but Mm -hmm. it's. How can I explain this? The luck has been there from the very start, and yeah. it has always been a factor in Pokemon. If you take it out, it's like, okay, tell me a if I'm wrong game. here, but it's like taking the kicks out of football. Oh, the kicks. I thought you were talking about kicks, K-I-X, like the cereal. And I'm like, I want to know where she's going with this. No, if you take the kicks out of football, right? Yeah, no, you're 100 yeah. percent right. I mean, in football it, in it's general, still it, football, but it's a different game. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you have nothing to do with feet at this point, and you're wondering why is it called football? And <laughs> oh wait, you're talking about soccer. No, no, no. <laughs> I was talking about football. Oh, American football. Okay, 
Um, I'm speaking your language with you. I was very confused because I'm just thinking, I'm like, yeah, no, if you take that out, like, soccer's really dumb. Uh, <laughs> okay, no, that would be the dumbest yeah, ever. Had you'd have, the goal like, is really people that can do things. No, no, you, you'd have to, like, <laughs> bring the ball around by bouncing it head from yeah. head. <laughs> They're like seals. Okay. Um. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's like that. That's field game in the Pokemon Pinball Ruby and Sapphire. But yeah, I, I think statistics are a big thing in real sports all over the place, right? Batting averages, oh, baseball. Come on, let's talk about baseball. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, baseball. Yeah, baseball. That, that's all I can tell you about baseball. I like playing it. Uh, yeah. Baseball is a fun sport to uh, play, but it is absolutely awful to watch, in my opinion. Uh, I know. It's just it, you're very bored when it happens. Um, I personally like going. I like going to sporting events personally. Like I, I, I get way more into it because you get into the atmosphere and everything, and it, <sighs> it, it makes the games appear like they're going faster. Like I'm a big fan of going to uh, soccer games, soccer especially. Uh, there's no stopping. They just play for 90 minutes, and then you know that's it. <laughs> and so I'm a, I'm a big fan of that because we have a local soccer team here in Columbus so mm-hmm. I, I, I go check that out they're also not very good so their tickets are pretty cheap uh, mm-hmm. so it's a lot of fun to go watch another team beat them uh, <laughs> so uh, it's, it's a good time oh. though I, I, I really enjoy the I enjoy going to those and going to parks and everything I don't I don't go watch baseball that often um, we have a hockey team here as well I haven't watched them yet either I've only really been to soccer games. Well, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've, this is really funny. I'm not sure that I've ever been to a soccer game, and it is uh, the sport here. Yeah, but yeah, whatever. Let's go back to Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, I, yeah, I don't know about luck. Uh, honestly, my opinion is that, as I said. If you take it out, it becomes a different game. And mm-hmm. everyone who plays Pokemon loves playing Pokemon, not some different game that has no luck factored in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's just one of those things. I, I, I just keep going back to the eSport thing because that was a huge thing. We talked about this a while ago because I think we had an episode. Maybe it was over a year ago at this point now. No, um, I don't think it was quite a year. It was a while ago. That's all I can tell you. Uh, when we did that episode on esports, and it's just like, is Pokemon an esport? And that was a huge thing. I, I think, I think now it is. I think you can definitely claim right now it is. Um, <laughs> I, I think the the cash prizes <laughs> sealed it, the deal. It, it's absolutely. I mean, it's not. It's not on the tier of something like uh, like League of Legends or Dota, where the mm-hmm. prize is like huge, like millions of dollars. And you know, we're not going to see any professional Pokemon players yet. Uh, but yeah, no. We have cash prizes now, and as soon as they said you could, cha- you, I mean, that's only for the Masters Division as well, I believe, cash prizes. I Don't quote me on that. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it's drawing more people in, right? I, I'd rather go there and play for $10,000 than to go and play for a $10,000 scholarship. Because I can't use a scholarship anymore. I'm 26, or 25. I don't remember how old I am. I'm 25. <laughs> You're 25. Um, <laughs> well, I could so, probably use that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could. Yeah, you're going back to school, right? Um, mm-hmm. and, I mean, my tuition's paid for by the university, so I can't. I don't need a. I don't need a scholarship or anything, and I can't like retroactively use the scholarship on my student loans. You know, uh, so it's. Uh, it, it, I'd rather pay. I'd rather get paid ten thousand dollars. 
honestly, <laughs> to play Pokemon. Not that I will, because I'm not nearly at the caliber that the people that are winning those tournaments are at. But I mean... th- that that's my opinion on it. <laughs> um, I mean, it takes place in a lot of other aspects as well. Uh, the TCG is another big one where people complain about luck, right? And well, I, that is I, why Jushiro always says, if it has a coin flip, don't use it. It's bad. Well, I mean, not even with coin flips even, right? You you could talk about just needing to draw and stuff. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. And if you get your best card prized, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah, if you yeah. yeah, that that's a huge thing. I mean, again, why they play in two of threes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they they play in best two of threes because there's a chance that something you get prized that you don't want prized. And especially if it's something that like you're running a one of, right? Or you're running two shaman and both shaman EX get prized. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Tough luck. Mm. Yeah, no, but, I mean... Know, maybe next time. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think many of my favorite Pokemon YouTubers just say it, like, almost every video. Like, they go, okay, people might get salty because you get critted or you miss yeah. a move. But that's Pokemon. And I mm-hmm. think it's, it's kind of like... I kind of like it, actually, because when you sign up, even for something as serious as a world tournament with a cash mm-hmm. prize of thousands of dollars, mm-hmm. you're still signing up to do that playing Pokemon, which means you are implicitly accepting that you might get a bad roll, you might get critted, mm-hmm. you might miss a move, and you're implicitly saying... I am okay with that because part of the reason I'm doing this is to have fun with other people who love Pokemon. Mm. Yeah, no, I I agree. I think that's an incredibly good attitude to bring to a competition and Mm -hmm. to any game. I mean, okay, personal story time. I get insanely nervous and excited about Puckle tournaments. I mean, who doesn't? They're puckle tournaments. Okay, guys? Uh. Uh, Okay, no, but I honestly, do you find yourself, while you select your team for a UUTC battle, with your heart going like 130 beats per minute and pounding in your ears and you're slightly sweaty and you have a wild look on your face? And and that just happens to me, right? And I am the only crazy one. I would like to hear Maximus's answer to that question, mostly because <laughs> I have I have a completely different philosophy to the UUTC than I believe anybody else would. So, well, I'd like to hear Maximus. Yeah. Well, with the UUCC, for the most part, I just pick Pokemon I just have fun with. Like I know most of these Pokemon I went through the game with. Like on my team, I have Snorlax, my Muck, my Lowen Muck, and my Mudsdale, which I did. Find out Mudville is my Pokemon for. Oh yeah, six. yeah, because we're doing that new. Uh, we're doing that or Generation Seven, you mean? Because we're doing. Uh, yeah. Sorry, seven. But that's, yeah, that's that the my spirit Pokemon. That's usually yeah. that's usually my approach to things. I mean, my team has my Gen Seven Spirit Pokemon in it. It's a Rebumbi. I'm bringing mm. a Rebumbi to a competition. I'm not in it to win. No, I don't think fine. or hope that I'm going to place in the tournament, and yet. Even when I tell myself this is for fun, I find myself going crazy about every single battle. And so 
I'm really, really, really into it, especially while I'm battling. And yesterday I had, as I mentioned, my battle against Sentient Pokeball. Mm-hmm. Shout out again to his awesome team and awesome playstyle. And we were battling and it was kind of undecided, although I think he was going to win, hands down. Because yeah. he had a team that beat mine, he was playing very well, and he had like the best luck ever. Like every single secondary effect of a move or, or of an ability that you can think of, he got the very first possible time. So I was in trouble. Oof. And then we disconnected. Ah. And we were like, oh, shoot. But then, like, we talked and we decided, let's try again. Because we weren't really even halfway through. And it was, I mean, I thought he was going to win. But there was no way to know for sure. So let's just start again. Same leads. And then we have a completely different battle. You know some of my sets. I know some of your sets. It should be mm-hmm. fair. Yeah. And he won again. I mean, again, he won. <laughs> I think he would have won twice, but we'll never know. He won the second time around with the worst luck you've ever seen. Like, every move <laughs> his that could miss, missed at least once. Oh, so, so, first of all, it was a very well-deserved win. Mm-hmm. And second... That just goes to show, like, he was winning with the best of luck, he was winning with the worst of luck, and both times, even though I was so swept up in the emotion and the excitement of the battle, I was perfectly okay with it. I was having fun with a new friend, and it wasn't just because we're not exactly giving you $10,000 for winning the UUTC, it was because it's Pokemon, that's what Pokemon is about. I mean, I used to feel that way um, way back in the day. You can actually, if you dig far enough in the uh, in into Puckle, you can find my a video of one of my very first like for realsies competitive battles. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, on I, I believe it's on our YouTube channel. Um, I'll, I'll double check. I know it's out there somewhere. And <laughs> um, it was it was from my, my one of my first for real Puckle battle or competitive Pokemon battles back in Gen Four. I had to get that in there for your bingo card. <laughs> um, get that bingo and, card out. Yeah, get that bingo card out. Just just write it down. And uh, there was uh, I remember that though, feeling like very very heart driven. I mean, it, it's I guess it's the same as a competitive sense, just doing anything competitive. But this is different because this is something I was doing in my house by myself, right? Uh, I was all alone on my own, and I was I was playing this Gen Four team. I can still remember the team. It was uh, it was Elite Infernape, Electivire, because there was no team preview because it was Diamond and Pearl. Ludicolo. Um, uh, no, I was not running Ludicolo. I only ran oh, Ludicolo. I ran sure. this was this I ran <laughs> Ludicolo before this because oh. um, Ludicolo was a Pokemon I used against my friends because I was the first person among my friends to understand EVs and stuff like that. So oh. I could get away with things, and I'm just like, Ooh, oh, Ludicolo is a really – yeah, I have an advantage, right? So I'm like Ludicolo because me and my friend, uh, he was known as the Black Knight on the show I guess he was on. Mm-hmm. Um, we would get together all the time, and we'd just play Pokemon for a few hours, you know? We'd go on Coliseum and stuff, and we'd just change teams around <laughs> and everything. And so once I once I figured out EVs, I could beat him consistently because he'd always bring the legendaries. And oh, and so, I mean, what I had, my heart was beating one day. It was, uh, I, I won, um, this, this battle that I'm talking about was against, uh, Speezy. 
And so mm-hmm. it was, uh, it was Electivire, Vaporeon, uh, Infernape, um, Snorlax. Um, it was a, it was a variation on, uh, on, uh, Boomlax that didn't exist at the time, but also <laughs> uh, self-destruct on Snorlax, like self-destruct used to be way better than it is now. Um, I was also running, uh, Dusknor because it was before Eviolite existed. <laughs> so Dusknor wasn't irrelevant. And then who was the fifth? And the, and the last one was Salamence. And so I remember doing that battle. I accidentally won. I, I say accidentally. Um, accidentally? Yeah, I accidentally won. Accidentally. I, because you can see it was one of my first bat matches. So you can, you can tell that my prediction was really awful. Um, it was before that I, it was before I didn't understand prediction. You know, I didn't, I didn't understand how to think about Pokemon mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so. Oh, like the time I accidentally one hit KO'd Scrons Mega Sableye with a fair time yeah. move because he was so sure I was going to switch out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I'm still it, sorry, Scrons. Well, it wasn't like that. So like I made some bad predicts. He made some bad predicts and it got down to the point where it was, uh, it, he had a Lucario, and I had uh, in the back. I had my uh, Vaporeon and Salamence, and he had just KO'd a guy. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure because back then uh, Lucario almost always, like 95 percent of the time, ran Ice Punch. Oh. And so I sent out the Salamence, just being like, well, maybe I can fodder it. Maybe I can get a move off. You know, I'm running Earthquake and Fire Blast. Maybe one of those will hit it. And. Mm-hmm. Uh, neither of them hit it, but Salamence had Intimidate. Oh. So I didn't even think right. about the stat drop. I didn't even think about the stat drop helping me out at all, right? And mm-hmm. so I I get to switch in. I put in Vaporeon. He uses Close Combat, which would have actually O-Code the Vaporeon at that point because the Vaporeon was only at like half health. And, wow. Uh, but because of the attack, the stat drop, I lived with like 5 HP. Mm-hmm. And I get a surf off. He's got a, a minus one to special defense, and it was just enough to win. So I accidentally won because I wasn't thinking about the intimidate. Uh. Okay, so this story has actually two morals. <laughs> one is that Thatch really, 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 really felt about this battle because he can remember the tiniest details years oh, yeah. and years after it, and mm-hmm. two. That when it comes to Pokemon battles, Whimsicott has the emotional maturity of 17-year-old Thatch, which sounds about right. <laughs> I just I just make some bad... I mean, I've been playing Pokemon a lot longer than a lot of people, uh, competitively. <laughs> um, and uh, most of it hasn't been good, right? I mean, I, I wouldn't say I was good at, po- at, at competitive Pokemon until Gen 6. Like, I wouldn't say that I was good. Oh, that I'm would not be above about, your average no, player. No I'm not here. talking about being good. I'm talking about like getting hyped about it like someone who was oh, man. literally it, it's, it's different. my age. Well, it's different now. Like I'll get I'll get I mean, I'm a little bit numb to it because if I go and stream on uh on like a Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. I'll uh I'll go through like ten battles in a night. You know? So you don't get super like into it. Now, I can understand in the tournaments because I used to in the tournaments that we ran. I used to get like super hyped and very excited when I was doing it uh, because those battles mean something, right? It determines whether or not you go forward or backward or you, you go mm-hmm. forward in the tournament. And so uh, I think the last time I actually felt that way was during the Mini Madness tournament like two years ago. Uh, <laughs> because that was your thing. That is my thing. Okay. Little Cup is my thing. I cannot wait to get some Gen 7 Little Cup going on. Okay. Uh, 
Diglett <laughs> is still good. You could probably still get away with the same teams, honestly. I don't think I don't think Gen Seven added anything huge to Little Cup. And mm. I could be wrong though. I haven't played a lot of Little Cup. And so what's what's Totsapex pre evolved form? Uh Marini. Marini? Uh, I don't think so. I don't I I, I wouldn't worry about Marini. I won't worry about if Diglett's around, I wouldn't worry about Marini. Alright, Diglett. Hmm. I wouldn't worry about it. Uh we, we can we can talk about some little cup later. Uh I don't yeah. know. I, I, I definitely, I definitely got excited, but now, like, especially with the UUTC, cause I never, I never intend to win the UUTC. Like, oh, letting, letting you guys no, in on I some, can't. letting you guys in on some, like, backdoor thing. Like, even if I had the ability to, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go win the UUTC. I, mean, I probably, I probably wouldn't want to either. I mean, I'm not in it for the competition. I'm in it because I get to meet some new people and yeah. have fun playing Pokemon with them. That's the whole attraction to me. That's the whole thing about Puckle, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just you just battle. You have to mm-hmm. learn new moves, meet new people, meet new Pokemon. Yep. I just like new. I I really love I really love going to like the chat box meetups and stuff like that, and just getting to talk to people and just seeing them yeah. show up. And you know, I really really enjoy that. Um, so I mean, shameless plug next Monday, chat box meetup. So get get out there if you want in. On some mm-hmm. of those love fests. It's around 7 p.m. Eastern. That's usually when they start. So it's, uh, let me get the date so people can know. I believe it's the 13th of February. It is. Uh, so February 13th, chat box meetup. Uh, we're get, I have dittos if you still need dittos. And, uh, and I'm giving the scissor to the, uh, to the five and $10 patron backers. And I started opening up, you probably saw Whimsicott since you're a patron. Um, I'm opening mm-hmm. up to uh, the $3 patrons. You guys can get the Scyther that the Scissor was based off of. So you actually have like a 5 IV Scyther that you guys can play around with. With the, awesome. with the nature that we use and stuff. So, yeah, definitely check that out. That way there's a little bit more in there for the $3 tier, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, those guys have been chugging along. So that is, uh, I'm going to cut us off there. I think we, I think we came to a good natural ending place. Um, where I got to spiel about giving us money. Um, <laughs> that that is it for the topic today guys we are going to take a short break and go to commercial and we'll be right back at you with the pokemon of the episode so we will catch you on the flip-flop have you had a hankering for some spicy dunspar swings at the low price of 935 or maybe you'll get in the vapors for some juicy toros tenderloin at a steal of not 27.96 whatever the case head on over to the Rhyhorn steakhouse where if it moves we'll serve it Poke of the episode. Poke of the episode. And on to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number six hundred or seven hundred sixty-six. I got my numbers mixed up. Pissimian, the teamwork Pokemon. Its Pokémon's and Pokédex entry states they form groups of roughly 20 individuals. Their mutual bond is remarkable. They will never let down a comrade. Yeah. Okay, so Basimian is actually really cool stat-wise. He's got a base HP of 100, which is huge, right? That's less than max out over a 400 if you've got EV investment. His base attack is 120, which is also huge. His base speed is 80, which isn't terrible either for a Gen 7 Pokémon. 
Yeah. No, it's good for a Gen 7 Pokemon. For a Gen 7 Pokemon, base 80 is, like, fantastic. Now, his special attack and his special defense are, like, atrocious. But, yeah, but everything about else... special attack. Yeah, don't even... It's base 40, special defense is at 60, which isn't terrible, but not great. And his defense is at uh, 90. His move pool is also rather shallow. Um, Very much so. He doesn't get a lot of fighting type moves. He gets the close combat that you would expect him to get. Uh, I I don't know uh, what else he would run. So there's a few there's a few sets out there. Um, mm-hmm. You can run Choice Scarf because everything in Gen Seven needs a Choice Scarf. <laughs> um, I mean that's just mm-hmm. the way it is, right? He needs a Choice Scarf because he's got that base eighty speed, especially to live now yep. in this post bank world. So he he has the ability receiver. It would work actually pretty well in a uh, in a double setting with receiver. He does get defiant I mean, as his hidden ability, but it is this... not it's not available. He can't get defiant. Fun fact. Pissimian and Oran Guru. Pissim- yeah, Pissimian Oran Guru will not SOS another Pissimian Oran Oran Guru. So you can't oh. chain them to get their hidden abilities. Interesting. So he gets yeah, that's, that's weird for this complete. Pokemon. Mm-hmm. It is weird. Especially because it's the teamwork Pokemon, yeah, you're right. Yeah. He is the Pokemon Very of the Super weird. Bowl as well. Um, yeah, that's. By the way, this is completely random. Like it was, it was random. The Pokedex number and the Super Bowl Pokemon came up. Mm-hmm. I, it's just fate. It was worth. Oh, he does actually but, have a decent move pool. Honestly, he he gets access to Earthquake. He does for doubles. Yeah, uh, Earthquake. Well, he gets Earthquake, Ironhead. Uh, U-turn, rock slide, this all works. Quick guard. I'm really upset that he doesn't get Defiant. If he had Defiant, I feel like he would be a much better Pokemon to talk about right now. Uh, hey, give it time. Yeah, I yeah, of course. Like you said, give it time. Uh, you could you could choice scarf it. You could also leftovers it. And the only difference here is you would throw uh 252 EVs into either HP or speed, depending on which one you want. And he, he does because he has some natural bulk here, or physically at least, he has some natural physical bulk. And his moves mm-hmm. aren't terrible either. I could also even see uh, running an Assault Vest set to make up for that lack of um, special defense that he has. Because the the set that they they look at um, on Smogon just uses Bulk Up instead. And mm-hmm. Bulk Up isn't, isn't fantastic all the time. So you could probably get away with throwing, you know, Iron Head or um, another move in there in that slot. And you could go ahead for coverage. Yeah, you could throw Iron Head or Rock Slide in there for sure, or even U Turn and get an Assault Vest on him, boost out that special defense that isn't great, and you could play with his bulk. I mean, uh, other than that, I think he has a he just has a TCG card come out too, and I heard it wasn't terrible. These Pissimian TCG cards. Let me see if I can find it Um, because he just had one come out. Um, Yeah, it's 110 HP. It's It's a Pissimian. Uh, he's a fighting type. For one fighting type energy, he can do fling. His attack does 30 damage to one of your opponent's bench Pokemon. So it's uh, it's kind of sniping, but not exactly. Um, and then for a double Ooh. colorless, he can do team play. And this attack does 30, is 10 plus, and it does 30 damage for each of your bench Pissimian. So you could be running four of in that deck. And you could definitely yeah, have... Yeah, you get uh, to 100. You, you, well, you'll get to uh, 130 damage with that. Because uh, it's ten, it's me. ten. You can only have four oh, yes. Pissimians you're right, in the deck, you're right, and you're one right. of them is not on the bench. <laughs> yep, and one of them's not on the bench. You're right. I was wrong. Well, you get that Mew. You can go get that Mew from. Uh... <laughs> you can go get that Mew that uh, can use any attack from the Pokemon on the bench. From uh, I believe it was Ancient Origins, and then you can have four Pissimians on the bench and have that Mew up. And then you would be right. 
Yeah, that's what you should do. And it's a double colorless. You could throw it on any team, right? You could throw it in any deck. Uh, it, it, I mean, it's not a terrible card. I wouldn't say it's fantastic, but it's not a terrible card. I mean, 110 HP for a basic is not terrible, I think. Yeah, no, you could you could definitely throw Pissimian in your deck, and you can get him right now with the Sun and Moon that just came out on Friday. Mm. Uh, he's also, I believe, in the uh, he's in the Incineroar deck as well. If you're looking for him, he's in the Incineroar deck. Uh, though you might be like, oh, why do I need a Pissimian? And I'd be like, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> probably right. Why do you need a Pissimian? No one knows. And yeah, but yeah, you can't get his hidden ability, and Defiant is such a good ability. I am a little upset about that. Like Defiant would make it way better than Receiver. Receiver, for those of you that don't know, um, give Pissimian the ability that his fallen um, comrade would have. I'm not sure if it has a single use at all in uh, in this at all because yeah, so it it defeat it copies the ability of a defeated ally. So say like. You have Celesteela next to you, which has Levitate. Or not Levitate. What does Celesteela have? Oh, Beast, Beast Boost. Boost. So say you have a Beast Boost that dies next to you. Well, Pissimian would get Beast Boost. Um, yeah. Which I don't think is good enough in good enough to good enough ability to use, even with the Beast Boost case in doubles, because you're not KOing enough, I don't think. Uh, you're not doing chains of KOs enough, I should say. Mm-hmm. Defiant, however, would work really well in VGC. Because it would raise his attack by two stages every time there was an Intimidate. So, <laughs> you've got a fighting so type by sharp then. You know, you got a fighting type by sharp. Yep. And that, that would be. Not bad. That would have been really cool in this year because right now everybody's like, oh, I can just use Intimidate because by sharp's not there. The only, the only real threat is Melodic, which, with, which can have competitive. And. Mm-mm. I need to go and stream, uh, not stream, uh, chain myself. Well, there's another yeah. Pokemon that can have competitive, but... Uh, which other Pokemon can have competitive? Wigglytuff. Wiggly, Wigglytuff's not in the Sun and Moon deck. Not exactly. It's uh, not. I, no, Did it's not. Did they dream about it? Oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. I, I kept thinking, oh, nice pink blob. No, that's a Cleffa. Not an that's a Cleffa. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, Jigglypuff is not in the uh, is not in the deck actually. I love Jigglypuff so much. I hallucinated its presence in Sun and Moon. Yeah, That's it's not so in Sun sad. and Moon. It's not in Sun and Moon, unfortunately. Why is it not? I miss it suddenly. <laughs> yeah. It is such oh wait, I'm wrong. I am wrong. I am wrong. It is in Sun and Moon. I am 100 wrong. Uh, it looks uh, like. What do you, um, what do you get? Jigglypuff. Iggly buff you, get, you can catch Iggly yes. buff on routes four and six, mm-hmm. and uh, See, I was pretty sure that I had an Iggly buff. You're right. Game. You're right. I was just wrong. I was completely wrong. I wasn't even thinking. You can catch them. They are. I believe they are. Uh, yeah, you can catch Iggly buffs because they are a ten percent chance on route four. Hmm. And in route six, I believe they're probably still a ten percent chance. Yes. Um. My bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but for yeah, those of you, you made me so sad for a moment. I thought, I'm sorry. A, I'm losing my mind, and B, why is my pink blob not in this awesome game? So, for those <laughs> of you that want to know more about Pokemon, you can check out uh, PokemonPodcast.com. I believe sometimes I fly is not going to be posting articles there as well. So check that yep. out if you can. Um, so that's going to be a good time, and uh, welcome to everybody there. You can come stop by the chat, hang out. 
And uh, yeah, so that's it for the uh, Puckle podcast or the Poke of the episode because we still have another segment uh, left to go. So uh, that is it for Poke of the episode. We are going to go straight to the mailbag. So we are going to cue that music. for the mailbag send in your emails Mail! and on to the mailbag the mailbag is always is brought to you by the energy drink green toros the energy drink that gives you hooves hooves ah so you guys are learning uh, there's still two people that <laughs> don't do it we've always done this me and him <laughs> uh, so moving uh, the Mailbag, for those of you who are new to the show, is where we read off some listener mail and we, we talk about it and comment on it. And uh, so we've got a few of them. We always have a mailbag prompt just in case people want to go ahead. But uh, our friend Jackson is great. He asked us a bunch of questions we can talk about. Um, so we're going to get to that today. Our mailbag, though, uh, our mailbag question last week was, what have you read any of the manga and what did you think of it? Uh, have both of you read the manga, by the way? I know uh... Wednesday probably has. I've, I've read, read up the yellow. You've read, I've up, read the yellow? up to yeah. like uh, it was either Diamond and Pearl or Platinum, and then <laughs> that's I that's more than read, enough. I read no, I read something from Black and White, but I I couldn't find like uh, a full translation for it. But now mm-hmm. that it's out uh, on paper in Italy, mm-hmm. I might just get it on paper. Yeah, no, it's I mean the manga is fantastic, so. Uh, as we mentioned many times last show. Uh, but let's dig right on into it. We got our first one from uh, The Random Listener. Hello, fine friends. The Random Listener is back for another installment of the mailba- of Mailbag and Chill. But in this case, the chill is me eating some ice cream while I write emails. Yummy. Now then, without further to-do, he wrote that, Bo. I didn't say. <laughs> uh, let's get on with the show. Story time. Copyright TRL Industries. This week involves a little thing I like to call rage quitting. With the release of Bank re- recently, I was really excited to transfer over my 100% super cool Pokemon over from my X and Alpha Sapphire cartridges. I placed my beloved Tortini, the Dragonite, 6 IV, mind you, and Terra the Tyranitar, 5 IV in Bank, and set them to their, ni- their bright future in Alola. However, once I returned to the Bank with my Moon cartridge, they weren't freaking there. I don't know what problem my bank is, what the problem with my bank is, but I tested out with some other trash Pokemon to see if this is a recurring problem, and sure enough, it is. Are you just not saving when you're depositing them in there, or like what? That's the only thing I, I don't can know. Think. But if you're if you're doing everything right, you should probably open like a support ticket. Yeah, like, absolutely. Something. Yeah. There's nothing worse than losing a Pokemon you worked so hard on. Oh no. man! I if I lost my shiny Sophia Tatch, I would probably cry. <laughs> Is that is that in your uh, Gen Seven now? What is it got? No, no, no. I haven't transferred anything from Gen Six to Gen Seven yet. One because I'm paranoid of something like that happening to me. Yeah. And B because I, I actually have to buy another bank account for my ah. Gen Seven game because it, it, it's an entire mess. Like mm-hmm. I needed um, the battle points to get some items for my UUTC team, and I had to essentially. Borrow my brother's game, put it oh. in my old 3DS with the bank, 
get the points on his game, buy the items on his game, and then transfer the items to my game using my <laughs> other 3DS. Because my bank is linked to my old Nintendo ID because Game Freak doesn't let the game come out in Europe on the same day as the rest of the world. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, on with the mailbag. <laughs> Perfect segue there. Um, I haven't read much of the manga, but when I was younger, I distinctly remember one that had te- a Team Galactic member in it, and there was this recurring joke about his butt or something like that. I don't remember yeah, much else, but I do remember liking it to some degree. And with that, I'll be running along now. Here's some advice for the road. When traveling in Alola, always remember that your worst enemy isn't Team Skull or even Lusamine. It's sand. No matter how hard you try, it'll be in your clothes for months to come. Peace <laughs> out, the random listener. And then he has a little PS here, um, because he's just like, he, he was worried I didn't want to talk about it on the show for some reason. Um, where have Sarge and App been? If for whatever reason you don't feel like talking about it, you don't have to, just curious. Um, so, they both still live in Ohio, just not in my house. So, that's a big part of why they're not on the show. Um, Sarge is currently living, uh, north of Dayton. Um, he's working a normal person job, and I don't think he played Gen 7. Uh, so he would not be good on the show right now. Uh, <laughs> App, on the other hand, is, uh, working on becoming a doctor. And he's, he's about to go through a big move here in the, uh, in the near future. Because he's gonna find out where he's gonna do his residency. So, uh, yeah, we don't know where he's gonna end up yet. He may very well end up, like, an hour down the road from here. So, if that's the case, he might, he might show up. And, so, but I actually, I, I literally just saw him on Friday. Like, we just hung out. So, these guys aren't, like, gone from my life or anything. And then I hung out with Sarge, like, two weeks ago. Not gone from my life. So, <laughs> uh, we just don't do Puckle together. We, uh, Sarge isn't playing Pokemon, and, uh, there's, there's reasons App isn't on the show anymore <laughs> that we can talk about in, uh, in a person to person conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so our next one is going to be from uh, Jackson Poulter, and I really like his emails because he always asks us questions to talk about, so whoever wants it, you can take it. Uh, okay, I'll take it from one Jackson to another. <laughs> <laughs> hi, it's, hi, it's Jackson, riding back and thirsty for revenge on a duly noted for stealing my green Taurus badge. Just kidding. Anyway, here are my three new questions. One, which, Professor, what's each of your favorites? Okay, wait, let's answer that one first. Let's answer that first. Who is your favorite Professor Maximus? Hmm. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, I'll let... Rowan? I I can Mm -hmm. agree with that. I can see that, actually. Um, He's pretty cool. I liked him. I think he felt more scientist than the other ones. You know? Because that's... Honestly, being in science... That is the kind of person I would say as a scientist. It's just this, like, staunch, not-talking-to-you-seems-very-angry person. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. A very, I, I want to say a firm person. You know what I mean? Um, and then, I think, mine's Juniper now that I've learned that she has a first name. <laughs> so. <laughs> what about you, Whimsicott? What's yours? It's kind of hard to decide because the first answer that comes to mind is Sycamore. And I'd like to point out, it's not just because he's hot. Oh, it's yeah. That's because... not the only reason. It's part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Cuckoo is really hot, too. 
no, the thing is, I kind of like that, unlike all of the other professor, except maybe Kukui, uh, he has this mm, more of a happy-go-lucky attitude about Pokemon and about life. And I like the message that he tries to pass on to the kids. And he's like, whatever you think will make you feel happy and special about yourself, about Pokemon, you should pursue that in mm -hmm. your Pokemon journey. And I really like that. He was maybe not the smartest or most amazing or most memorable Pokemon professor, but I like that. And honorable mentions go to Juniper and Kukui. <laughs> All right then. So uh, keep going. Keep going on the email, Maximus. He's got no more questions. All right. Let's see what was that. Oh, here you go. Secondly, which game do you think had the best three starters? Oh boy. Uh, the answer is Gen Ooh. Four. Yeah. The answer right. is Gen Three. Yeah, Gen Three. What? Absolutely. No, get out of here. You had first of all. Let's start with um. Let's see. Are we going to start with the best one or, or typing wise? Because I mean, so far, I, I think I think just best three starters, like all three, all three were good. Yeah, all three were good. All three I mean, were I, good. That's Gen three. All three were good in Gen four. Empoleon's fantastic. Um, also, it's a penguin, and penguins are cool. Um, I love Empoleon. There is a reason Empoleon is Whimsicott's boyfriend. <laughs> And Infernape is really cool. Um, Infernape is amazing, but I never cared one bit about Torterra. Torterra, according to 16-year-old me, was the best, the best starter, starter from, from Gen 4, okay? No. <laughs> but we have established that 16-year-old you is no reliable source of Pokemon information. <laughs> but Gen <laughs> Torterra is a really cool design, and it was the first grass ground type. Um, I think I think that's really yep. cool. I think it, I mean, is it still the only grass ground type? I thought we got another I one. I think it is grass ground. Is Torterra? Is Torterra? Um, I need. To, I'm looking this up now. Um, I've been really good about not typing I during think episodes. I can tell you pretty safely that it is. I, yeah. We might be right. I just felt like there was another one. I just yeah. really felt like there was another one. Um, I nope, think nope, the no one type that combination. should have been was the theoretical evolution of Rowlet. Remember? Yeah, that was it. That's what I was that, hoping that's for. That's what you're remembering. Mm -hmm. It was supposed to be the still towel, which it still mm -hmm. was. It was just a dead but one. But it's type. Yeah. <laughs> it's <was> a dead <laughs> one. <laughs> like, uh, like every other still towel that existed. So, that's all right. Uh, brilliant. Uh, okay, keep go keep going, Maximus. We have one more. Alright. And last, what is your dream team? Okay, ooh, we can't ooh, we can't we can't go on the dwell this, on this one too long. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, this is gonna take me a while. That. He explains that. He says like read the read the next line. I mean your oh yeah, keep going, Maximus. Yeah, just read by, the read the rest of it. By that I mean your favorite six Pokemon that can beat the main team. Or the huh. main game in a team. Main game in a team in a team together. Huh. Wait, which game are we talking about? I think uh, any, any of them. I think I yeah. I mean, I would say I um. So let's go. Let's go for alligator, 
And then, I mean, any this means like literally any six Pokemon. Like, what are your favorite six Pokemon, right? Yeah, well, unless your favorite six Pokemon are like Sunkern and Magikarp. And yeah. <laughs> it's for Alligator. It's for Alligator, Electivire, and then four Zerkatry. <laughs> really? I, I think. I think that's a running joke. It's like, going on with my character. Do you remember we had like a missing spot on the bingo card? I think Zerkatry just filled that. And I, think Zer- I think Zerkatry. I think yeah. I think Zerkatry belongs on the bingo card now. Yeah. Um, One hundred percent. Zerkatry belongs on the. He's he's like he's he's what my Toga tomorrow should have been. Okay. Um, <laughs> Poor Toga tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, do either of you have like a quick six Pokemon you could shoot out there? And uh, I have five of them. I don't have six. Well, just say those five, and then you just add a Zerkatry, and you're good. No. Okay. Gliscor, Snorlax. Um... Crap, my mind's going blank. What water? Uh, water. We just said the Pokemon earlier. Um, oh, uh, 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 melodic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Melodic, uh, Pikachu. Just for the fun point, I have a Voltacle light ball one now. It's so easy to get. Yeah, it's super easy now. Mm-hmm. And Flygon. Okay, I can growth. tell you you're a sixth, probably. I don't know what my sixth is. Like you said, Mudsdale. Mudsdale. Okay, M- Mega Bennett. There we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Uh, there is no way I can narrow it down to six, but I'll try. We'll just it stop you at six. Like <laughs> Whimsicott, uh, Leafeon, or any other evolution. An ideal yeah. thing would be like the EV that can go between each evolution, like the one in the manga. Yeah. Uh, then probably a Nine Tails. Either one is fine. I love them both. And then it would probably be something like, oh man, I love so many Pokemon. I don't know. Maybe I I, I got nothing. There are too many that I love. Something in the Rolf line. Maybe a Flygon. <laughs> maybe a Ribbon. That's enough. Maybe, maybe. You're at six. I mean, You're at I six. have like ten more I could tell you. <laughs> Well, hopefully that answers Jackson's question. All right. Uh, Does he have any more? Yep. He says, thanks for the awesome episodes, and I'll catch you guys on the flip-flop. Well, thank you for that, Jackson. You always ask really good questions. Yep. Um, So, Whimsicott, you get this next one from Argent Avenger. He's new. uh, Oh, wait. He's uh, the Silver Knight. I don't know what he called. He's got, like, three names. Go for it. Well, he does have three names, so... Dear Thatch and whoever he has, it is I, the Silver Knight, the Arguron Scourge, the Argent Avenger. I have been listening to your podcast for a while now, and I've been thoroughly enjoying it, especially the TCG cast. I have been considering writing in for some time, but the real Evie's question finally motivated me enough to do so. See? This is the kind of discussion we have in the mailbag now. It's awesome. <laughs> <clears throat> The real Evie asked what our proudest moments in Poke Parenthood were. My little seven-year-old trainer has had Pokemon shoved down his throat since he was born due to the fact that both my wife and I are Pokemaniacs. From That's Pokemon fantastic. plushies 
Yes. From Pokemon plushies in his crib to dressing him up as a Bulbasaur for his first, first Halloween, while we, dressed as, as trainers, took him trick-or-treating. Fortunately, <laughs> he hasn't minded, but I digress. My son has become quite the formidable player in the TCG. About a month ago, my local league had their league cup. My son took second place after destroying me, despite the type advantage I had over his deck. Wow, kid. Wow, that's Kudos. a good kid. After he had thrashed me, he reached over to shake my hand and said, good game, with not a hint of mockery in his voice. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay, wow. so you raised, you raised like the perfect child. Yes. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I just read. Yes. Amazing. I still managed to place third. I was both incredibly proud of how well he had done and disappointed that I hadn't done better at the same time. The apprentice had become the master. In answer to the actual mailbag question, my favorite part of the yellow manga was the battle between Lorelei, Sabrina, and Green slash Blue. I've had a crush on Sabrina since I first saw her, and Green slash Blue always comes up with some interesting tricks in battle. Please tell me I'm not the only one that wants her Blastoise jetpack. I know you're not the only one because Thatch wants one. I don't. I don't know about the jetpack so much as like I want like gloves, you know, with like mm-hmm. little water cannons on them, and I punch people in the face. <laughs> bingo card. Yeah, bingo card. <laughs> Bringing back all the references today. <laughs> I hope I get this in on time to be read. I'm sending it kind of late. Thank you all for the amazing content that you put out every week for us. Well, thank you. With yeah, my son, you. I really appreciate it. Catch you on the flip flop. Your shining defender, Argent Venture. Yes, well, maybe obvious since this is my first time writing it. I shall follow Thatch's direction and include that I don't have the Green Tours badge. Hashtag hooves, hashtag Puckle 10. Oh my gosh, he wow. made the hashtag happen. <laughs> this is my new favorite person. This is my new favorite person <laughs> right now. You're Thatch's favorite now. You and your kid. <laughs> like, he's, he's my new favorite person. Uh, Ever, of all time. Move yeah. over, Misty. Well, <laughs> good thing she's not in the room. Uh, uh, all right. So the next one is uh, from Green Trainer. This is gonna be the last one for today. How's it going, Puckle? It's Green Trainer. It's about two. It's been about two years since I last wrote into the show. I remember because I asked you about the Patriot Patriot Seahawks Super Bowl. Who got it this year, Thatch Falcon or Pats? I'm gonna say it's the Patriots, and I'm gonna Falcons. be really sad. I hope it's the Falcons. I I hope it is. I'm also not watching it. Uh, as is evidenced by the fact that it starts in 10 minutes. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, enough football talk. I do read the manga, and I have the first two box sets through gold and silver. I know you guys haven't gotten that far on the podcast, but my favorite part is when Togepi hatches and Gold realizes he's raised him from a gam- he's raised him to be a gambling delinquent. <laughs> I usually don't laugh out loud while reading, but that scene got me. And I just wanted to mention probably the funniest moment I can recall in Pokemon when my favorite co-host, Dr. Shamu, called out Scrawn and told me he had to walk like 300 hours. He, he, had, he had like 300 hours on his cartridge. I had to rewind and listen to that like five times and couldn't stop <laughs> laughing. Anyway, thanks for the great show, guys. Uh, I added the great. I apologize. Just thanks for the show. We shouldn't get too egotistical, everybody. Um, <laughs> keep up the awesome work. Hope the UTC is going well, and hopefully I'll be able to sign up for the PFF or the PFTT tournament later this year. 
Or, oh, it's just the PFT tournament. Ah, you're smart. You know what it stands for. Um, green trainer out. Um, wonderful. No, uh, man, we have some good emails today. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a big fan. I, I'm still going to say Arjun Avenger wins the green Taurus badge for two reasons. One, I'm- he's, one, he's my favorite person. Uh, and two, he actually put that he doesn't have the green Taurus badge, which I hope everybody who doesn't have it that wants it puts in their emails. Honestly, I want, I want to make an song. example. I want his son to have it. So I <laughs> guess, I guess it, it's still going in the same direction. Yeah. Are you okay with <laughs> this as well, Maximus? Oh yeah, I'm fine with it. Okay. So, uh, Arjun Avenger, you get the green Taurus badge. Uh, he made my hashtag happen. Hashtag Puckle10, guys, because it's the 10th year Puckle. <laughs> um, it's going to be I, – I got to figure out what we're doing for that. I want to, like, do something big, you know. I'm going to – Go I'm gonna, like, go home. I'm going to, like, stream from my house and, like, have, like, a huge thing with a cookie cake uh, <laughs> and stuff like that. So, I mean, I am obsessed with cookie cake. Um, I'm trying to lose weight, though, so I haven't had any for a while. And hopefully by then I'll hit my goal so I can have cookie cake. So, uh, but yeah, no, you win it. Um, so next week, mailbag question. You can email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. We want to know what your best luck based story in Pokemon is. Um, and what do you think of luck? You can send that into once again, pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and in the meantime, you can check out all of our social media, uh, on Facebook at facebook.com slash pucklepodcast on Twitter at pucklepodcast at Tumblr, which is pucklepodcast.tumblr.com. You can check us out at Reddit, r slash Puckle. And if you haven't already, go ahead and review us on iTunes. It really helps people find us and helps the show. We really, really appreciate it. Um, and on top of that, if you've got a little extra money and you want a Puckle t-shirt, you can go to Etsy.com uh, slash shop slash Puckle Podcast or just click the link on our website. Uh, we have cool shirts there for you guys and a few TCG mats left if you're still interested in the TCG mat. And lastly, um, if you want to donate to us in a different way and get some exclusive Puckle swag, you can go to patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast and donate there as well. We have a few new tiers there as well you can check out and some new things you can do. And you can uh, – I think I think we're adding like a new stretch goal of like $500 a month, which I don't think we'll ever hit. But you guys mm-hmm. have shown me wrong so many times. Um, I think I think Locke and I want to do a Power Rangers episode. <laughs> I've been talking a lot oh, about Power Rangers sure, the past yes. couple of weeks, so he's like, "We this should do one." This is supposed to be because of the movie. I mean, it could be part of that, but also I know a lot about Power Rangers. I don't know how much you know about Power Rangers, but I know a lot about Power Rangers. I don't yeah. know. I wanted to say this might make people not want to donate, but then I realized it's either this or J-Pod, K-Pod, and L-Pod. So, <laughs> I could hmm. do an Orca podcast. I could do an Orca Whale podcast. It uh, would be a podcast about ah, Oh yeah. my goodness. And typically for just a reference, because I know um, a lot of people get somewhat confused and they think we're going to do like a science podcast full time or something like that. Um, because we we do have to do that this month because we did hit the two hundred five. Um, that uh, no, it's going to be a one off thing and it's going to be for patrons only. So unfortunately, if you're not a patron, you don't get to hear it. Um, and yeah, I I can't invest any more time into starting more podcasts. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, I I am about full on podcast right now. So, I apologize for that. And so, if you're looking for more science, you just have to donate more money. 
<laughs> All right, so that is it for this week, guys. Uh, so I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm Mr. Maximus. And I am the fluffiest Lindsay Good. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.